Hello everyone, I hope you're having a great day, but if not, you're about to. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. If you've ever wondered what it was like to work on a cruise ship, well, this is what we're about. Old and new crew members telling their stories in their own words of what it was like to work on a cruise ship. So come on over to the pool bar, order up a hurricane or a rum punch, sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Story. Love exciting and new come aboard we're expecting you the love boat promises something for everyone the love boat don't remember the rest of the words are you still recording Oh, okay. You missed off recording? Uh, no, no. I just I did a little performance while you guys were gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show today. We have Peter Vincent and Susan Schleifer. First, as always, we've got to check in with the, with the guys, Brad and Eric. Uh, what's going on in uh, your neck of the wood, Brad? Very little. <laughs> just like I like it. Very little. Short and to the point. <laughs> Well, your hair is looking good today. Thank you. I got a haircut. Man, I'm feeling it. It is so great. (laughs) I went so long without a haircut and went in the other day and I'm like, man, you're just taking pounds off of me just every second. (laughs) How long was a long time? I don't even know. Six months. Oh yeah. I couldn't do six months. Six months and I would have a fro. I can can do maybe a, a month, but it just gets a little bit too floppy and stuff. Oh, you don't change those out? I thought that was just a thing that you took off and you put on. Well, that well, that, it depends on my Reface app. Eric, what's what's happening? You guys, uh, you, you you said earlier you were filling your pool or something, or yeah, yeah, I might have to run out just to make sure I don't overfill it, but I have Eric to refill bragging it. Bragging about his pool again. Hey, everybody, we've got uh, Peter and Susan here today. We're going to have a little bit of fun. This is actually our first multi-interview with more than one person. So I think before we we had a chance to probably get out of hand pretty quickly with an additional two or three. Peter kept naming names and he was like, what about her? What about her? What about him? What about him? And I'm like, <laughs> I'd like, oh just God. do a whole gang. You'll throw them all oh, in there. One. Well, you'd never we, get a word in edgewise. With we all would them. introduce the show and then we'd be like, okay, I'll be back in a half an hour. Exactly right. <laughs> Susan, what's happening with you down there? I'm doing well. I'm utilizing my cruise ship uh, work by doing activities for seniors now. I've been off the ship. I've been off the ship, but uh, I started as cruise staff singer, did uh, hostess production, singer assistant, cruise director, and cruise director. So I'm able to utilize oh, wow. a lot of those skills with what I'm doing now. Awesome. Yeah. Now, was it all Royal Caribbean, or did you work for other lines as well? I started with Royal Caribbean. I was with them for for years. And then I, uh, I became a production singer and uh, I did other, sh- other or cruise lines. Uh, I did Carnival, did Disney for a couple of weeks. I did Regency, Premiere, did a lot of land shows, did a lot. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it. But we always said that the, the cushiest job on board was a singer-dancer. Yeah, that was, that was a fun job. Yeah, you do the rehearsals and the shows. And it, it, after doing uh, crew staff hostess and things, you get a little bored because you used to work in 100-hour weeks. So it's kind of, but you get used to it. So it's, it, it was a fun job. Now, Peter, did you do anything before Royal Caribbean or 
What uh, I was working. As, I wasn't working as DJ. Well, I was doing you know commercial film work, DJing at the Hyatt hotels, and so I sent my cassette tape of one of my mixes to Kurt. <laughs> he called me and said uh, he liked what I did. Plus, you know, you know, I was in the entertainment business, blah blah blah. And anyway, you know, went through my resume. So, um, in fact, I even sang to him on the phone. But he <laughs> said, um, "How soon can you join one of our ships?" And I go, well, "What do you mean?" He goes, yeah, "Can you be ready like in a week?" Or which I said, "I need at least two weeks." I ended up uh, joining the Sun Viking on June twenty second, nineteen eighty six. This is a big ship. It held seven hundred fifty passengers. <laughs> oh my God! I, see, I think a lot of us. I remember my first date, August eleventh, nineteen ninety one. But I worked my way up from DJ to crew staff to a headliner act. I saw the exact would come on, I go, I could do this. Huh. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that that was sort of my quick history of how I got started, you know. But I mean, I saw these acts coming on. I thought, well, this is a cushy gig, you know, it's good I pay. Can do that. You know, they work a couple of days a week and, you know, and they have passenger status. Yeah. So, that, that so that is. Because I did a cassette tape too, my demo. I worked at a recording studio and I sent my demo to Dave uh, Vanderpest. Yeah, you realize that if we have younger people listening, they have no idea what a cassette tape is. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have your original cassette um, audition? God, I have it in storage. I have a whole thing of VHS tapes from shows I've done, and I do have I do have uh, some cassettes. I was on the radio, and, and they d- gave me the cassette. <laughs> That's I awesome. have, um, wow. yeah, I have. Well, the, I, I have my a lot of promo stuff on VHS. Let's move into getting some ship stories. This okay. is Peter Vincent, and I'm going into one of my the landmark ship stories that people know about, but I'm going to tell it like it really was. And I believe it was on the Nordic Prince, the song of Norway, but I think it was the Nordic because it was with Jeff Martin, Bill Brunkhurst, Penny was on board, um, Penny Lesavoy. It was after, you know, the ships were very, very small set up in the main lobby area there, you know, well, they had the short excursion desk on one side and they had the office on the other. So they were really close to each other, just like one hallway right down between. We had just finished the um, the farewell show. You know, back then the crew staff would perform and do everything. And we did Upon the Sea, you know. And what happened was the costume, whoever the cruise director was, who I can't remember which one it was, but um, the costume for Upon the Sea, the ferry, was left in the back office. Okay, well, the show was done. We did our greet, you know, we greet, say goodbye to everybody, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I guess I'm walking around after usually meeting everybody, meets upstairs for a cocktail or something, you know, in one of the lounges. And I came downstairs for something and headed over to the office just to maybe to pick up a schedule or something for the next day, see what was going on. There was a woman where the short excursion is there, which is also the office, you know, doubles up, I guess. And she was just complaining. And I was in the back and I heard this whole thing. I don't know what she was complaining about or what she was just rattling on and on and on and on. Well, the costume was sitting back there and I saw the wand there. And I thought, whoever was working the desk, I don't remember who it was though, was getting very irritated, you know, and you know how it is with the passengers sometimes. So <laughs> I took that one, I just walked out in the middle of their conversation, I went, poof, be gone before somebody drops the house on you. And I turned around <laughs> and walked back into the office, threw the one out and walked out. <laughs> so it's so, all true. It is uh, all true. That's exactly what happened. To condemn my story, but, but I guess that story went down. Whoever was there, which I can't remember who was all there, but somebody will come up with the story that was all there. And witness the whole thing because the persons across the way saw me do it. The people in the office, you know, heard and saw me. It was over the short excursions. I just don't remember everybody was out there that were doing that. But that was the story from that. Did the, did the person do anything or say anything? No, or no. They she, complete still she still kept complaining. 
she just looked at me and said, went right back to her conversation. So she didn't even get it, you know what I mean? So, but, but oh, me wow. being a big Wizard of Oz fan, you know, that was that was a perfect, perfect scenario. That would have been the most awesome thing if you were to put the uh, the ballerina costume on and did it. Oh, well, yeah, don't put it past me to do that too, but yeah. But, but, <laughs> That's yeah. the part I was waiting to hear that you actually put on the outfits. <laughs> well, probably, I have done it. And we've got it. Uh, Eric DeBoss had a big party, you know, four or five, uh, six years ago. He just sold that spot, in fact, that warehouse of his. Uh, and uh, we all did it there. And um, yeah, I did the ferry there. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, but it was, a, it was definitely a memorable moment. But I mean, that story has gone down the line in history. You know, it's been changed numerous times, like, you know, when you play the game telephone. But yeah, but that's, right. that is, I just wish I could, remember, I could remember everybody that was in that office and was right around that whole area. But I can't. But other people will. Well, they'll, they'll speak up, you know, and tell you. Oh my it's gosh. surprising how accurate Todd had the story because yeah. it was, you know, very, very similar. Obviously, you can provide a little more color and what happened before and after. But, yeah. you know, what Todd was thinking, yeah, it was passed on pretty well, like surprisingly, yeah. because you know how those stories go. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows about that story. It's awesome. Hey, Peter, so tell me about where it came from, who created, or the story behind um, Friends of Dorothy. Like Friends of Bill W., I thought that was Friends of Bill Wittiak. And I was like, oh, he's got his own group. That's cool. I didn't know what it was. And then Friends of Dorothy, I... I don't know where it came from. I mean, I mean, you know, gay boys love the Wizard of Oz. I love Judy Garland. So I think that was sort of a... Somebody used that to, to, you know, try to get the gay boys together. And, you know, instead of friends of Bill, you have alcoholics and you have all the gay boys, you know, or the girls that want to meet together, you know, because some people would ask about it. Other people would know, oh, friends of Dorothy. Yeah. Oh, we got to go to that at <laughs> 7 o'clock after the cabin's gone. Let's go. Yeah. That's all I've caught yes. to meet for the friends of Dorothy. Uh, that. I just exactly. remember but all, yeah, yeah, all the gay people knew what it meant, but it was just straight people that would ask, like, what, what is this friends True. of Dorothy yeah, yeah. get together? What does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, with Gordon, Gordon Wadman, we do it. And I think, um, who else? I mean, I don't know, Paul let us do it. Or, I mean, a couple of other cruise drugs. We just threw it in the compass. Yeah, it was it's one of the things that I did once a week, had it in there. So, yeah. I think I remember that. Friends of Dorothy. And, of course, I was just learning this. And, and I'm like, what is this Friends of Dorothy? Why is it in the cruise compass? <laughs> is that a movie? Who is, yeah. Who is Dorothy? I, I don't understand. Dorothy. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet these alcoholics. So, (laughs) but you know, we as gay boys, we'd always go to those meetings and run them. You know, so yeah. 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 Well, Susan, you're up next. (laughs) Let's go to Susan. Hi, my name is Susan Schleifer, and this is my ship story. This is a crazy story on the Nordic Prince as well. I had my dad and his wife on board. What happened was we had the worst hurricane of all time. And another ship went a different direction. But our captain, if you remember Captain Mullen, do you remember him? The name sounds familiar. Yeah, he went right through the hurricane. And we're, ta- <laughs> we're talking 65 foot swells over the, oh fifth, my God. Over the fifth deck. Oh my all, God. All the dishes broke on board. All the slot machines came out of the walls. Uh, one of the passengers chopped what? his finger off in the emergency <sighs> door. We had so just so people know, I believe this is for, out of New York, right? New York Bermuda run? New York no, Bermuda. So everyone yeah. thought they were in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. And 
and everyone was screaming, running around, and uh, somehow, as far as eating, forget it, all the, everything was broken, and the gift shop, just every, every room was destroyed. It, of course, my dad's wife is going nuts. She goes, what's happening? What's happening? And this is the first time I got, and then, of course, we had to hand out bar bags to everyone. And the hallways, right? There were, yeah. there was, there was, there was vomit everywhere. And then that we, is oh, beyond and barf bags. Oh, no. like, What's the point? You know, so everyone, it, you, as you know, during a storm, everyone stays midship, you know, it's not going to yeah. aft. Right. So it, we had a lot of people just sitting. It was like a sit-in in the 60s. Everyone just sitting in and just <laughs> holding their stomachs. And a lot of people oh didn't God. get back on the ship. Finally, I don't know after how many hours, a couple of days, two or three days, we finally got to Bermuda and a lot of people flew home. They wrote a big article about it in the newspaper, you know, and they had a, a, a bunch of passengers, you know, com complaining, you know, aches, pains, and they'll never cruise again. And it was a big article. So everyone got a free cruise except for my dad, because you remember when you get family $25 a day. And so he didn't get the free cruise, but he <laughs> suffered as well as everyone else. But oh, wow. that was a that was a crazy story. I just remember being so tired and being in my bed and having everything fall off my shelves, uh, even in the bathroom, the toilet water that the, oh, yeah. we were rocking so bad would fall out of the toilet. It was wow. it was so it was the, I've been through hurricanes before, but this was this was the absolute worst. Gary, you know, crossing the Atlantic yeah. was always rough. It yeah. was never really smooth. You were very lucky to get smooth waters when you across the Atlantic. And you yeah. said this was on the, the Nordic Prince? Prince, Prince, yeah. right? And that was, what, half the size of the Majesty? Oh, yeah. I oh, worked yeah. on the Monarch. But I, I remember after being on the, the Song of Norway, Sun Viking, and Nordic Prince, and I went on the Monarch, I went, oh, my God! I remember <laughs> how big it was. Yeah, but, so uh, yeah, it was a smaller ship. It was a small ship. It was my very first ship. Well, that helped with 1,200 passengers, right? Cause yeah. Something like that, yeah. So I remember seeing people with T-shirts saying, I survived Bob on the Majesty. Like a group of people came on and they had T-shirts that said, I survived Bob. Oh, wow. Um, and I remember hearing stories about, like you said, that when the ship finally docked in Bermuda and people got off the ship, they were kissing the ground they did. and refused to get back on the ship. They're like, oh, hell no. Am I going to get back on that ship? Wow. Yeah. He got, he got probation for that. Uh, I, I think something happened to him because of that, but then they put him back on. Who, uh, who I mean, that's Captain Mullen. Really? Oh. I'm surprised he didn't get fired if he had an option to go a different way. I mean, I don't know the circumstances, obviously, about which way he could have gone or what he well, should have done. Uh, let's, let's go straight through a hurricane. That's always the right. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And uh, Debbie, Debbie, remember Debbie Espreya was, uh, was Peter, her and myself talking about it. And I think she said celebration ship, celebrity, they went, they were, uh, they went a different direction. So we, we called SOS during the middle of the storm. And no one came for us. <laughs> That's just so crazy. Well, yeah, who's gonna go? Was I mean, there was there people completely like in a panic mode? I mean, oh, definitely, definitely. And we're uh, then they handed us a bunch of sandwiches, trying to calm people down. I mean, have a sandwich and vomit. <laughs> oh, I know, and no one wanted oh, no. to go. None of us wanted to go in Maine Hall because there were barf bags everywhere. No, the smell. Oh my god. 
Well, on the uh, Sun Viking, we had the very, very much the same uh, weather several times. All the the patio for or the um, the furniture, the pool stuff, out uh -huh. blew off the decks. The piano, literally, I was in the it's it's the well, it was the disco and a lounge all in right, one. Right. The piano flew from one end of the stage to the another. You know, I mean, all the yard roll and the the hallways, everything broke through the um the glass. It was it was scary actually. That you know, was I, I've heard stories where drummers had to tie a rope around around their waist to see if so they could play so they're not moving around. <laughs> so I guess we like all have belt. our stories. So I'm curious from everybody else, like what's the worst, the roughest seas you've ever been in? Majesty Crossing. I mean, you know, the stabilizers weren't out and the luckily no passengers on the ship and what for Three days in the middle, you know, forty-five foot swells. I mean, why didn't they use a stabilizer to save on fuel or something? I, or I don't. I don't think they were working yet. They were still building. Uh -huh. We were still building part of the lounge, and I all I heard was I can't. I don't know from who, but they weren't in working order yet. But I remember going up to the bridge for about an hour one day in the middle of all this, and you could see the whole front of the ship come out of the water. And then, sl you know, slam into the water. And there, there was one or two times where you were like, I, you know, the sea is unforgiving. And, you know, why don't we just go and fall over? Brad? Uh, Peter, were you on the Song of Norway when uh, we made the crossing to Europe? Or were you gone by then? No, I didn't know. I did the Splendor a year ago. No, I didn't know. I didn't do that. It was 92. No. Okay. No. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we went into the med when we did the crossing. We had a fine crossing across the Atlantic. We got into the med, and we had a huge storm right when we uh, got into the Mediterranean. And, of course, there's no way to go. You can't go around when you're in the med. We just had to keep going. It was 40-foot swell, and it was horrendous. So I can't even imagine what 60-foot no, swell yeah, is. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. insane. I was also on a ship 9-11. I, oh, wow. uh, I was on Carnival, and I thought it was a crew movie. I thought it was Earthquake. It was the live towers, and I got them. This is when I was a production singer, and I got the male production singer to come into the room, and I couldn't believe it. That was, everyone says, where were you at 9-11? And I was, I was on a ship. The next cruise, it was pretty empty, and I had to sing uh, God Bless USA oh. for, for a month. Party. How did you yeah. sing it? But how did you even get through the first one, especially? How did you even get yeah. through that? Oh, no, I, it was really, really emotional. It was very emotional, and everyone yeah. stood up. And yeah. but uh, I couldn't believe it when I when I saw the footage, and I thought it was the movie. You know, you know, you see um, movies where the buildings yeah. are collapsing. That was pretty crazy. We had, you know, um, I won't tell the whole story, but the the you know when the Murrow Building happened, you know that was Oklahoma, our hometown stuff. But when we were, we were in between shows on the Majesty, when that happened, you know the feed that we got from the media was completely raw, unedited, untouched feed oh, from no. the actual camera people. And it didn't go through any editing uh, or media people yet or, you know, to get back down to us. We just turned on the TV and we thought it was like Beirut or something. You could see this, the ground going like, you know, up and down really fast, like somebody is running. And then you could tell that they had the camera and then they would stop. The picture would stabilize 
and they would just do this panning and it was complete destruction. I mean, you could see body parts and all kinds of stuff in front of this guy. He'd do that for about 15 seconds and then it would run again and he would, you know, go get another deal. But, well, hey, let's get, uh, let, let's get back off of. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say yeah. this episode has turned into disaster. I know, right? <laughs> like, inside the hurricane story. <laughs> the hurricane. I know. Once, once, once uh, some, some disaster started, it kind of builds on there. And yeah, all yeah. that and, and, and crazy. It's got crazy to be stories. a morning after. We're going to hold on to the night. Well, let's let's there uh, we go. move into some you funny just intro every staff. every segment, Pete. So, do you guys have Keep any um, crew staff <laughs> stories or disco stories or fun drunken shenanigans? Some things you can't talk about. <laughs> no, of course you can. That's what we want to get to. <laughs> you don't have That's to name. What names. we're here for is to hear the stories. Oh. I can't my microphone. So. No, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear it out. Uh, yeah. So this that's what we're here for is to tell the stories that you, you know, not oh, not God. really for for uh for everyday listeners. This is well, I, this I, is for I, shit I remember, people. This is for remember, shit people. I remember one thing because I'm not a big drinker, even though every liquor was, you know, ran rapid on the ships, but um there was one time with Riz and Jeffrey Arpin and myself. It was before 70s night. We always did a rock and roll night. I don't know what they did, but what do you call it? Kahlua and cream, I guess. Is that what it, what's it called? White Russian, Black Russian? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. White Russian, I think it was. White Russian. We were at Arpin's up in his cabin. They mixed a whole thing. They, one of the, the bosses of the roses, where they threw the roses out, mixed the whole thing in, in this thing. And I, we drank a lot of this. And I'll tell you, I was so buzzed. We were doing the rock and roll night. Then we got to go up to do 70s or something. And I'll never forget, I then, and I had to leave into the seven because my head was spinning so much. Oh, yeah. I remember us always doing uh, and having uh, all the liquor before the 50s tonight. So we'd get all riled up because you have to dance on stage. So, yeah, we had a lot of party party times before the 50s show. You know, we got away with murder back then. We, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you, know. you know, when we started this whole thing, we're the new stage staff and, and, and we didn't know really what to expect. And we drank a little bit in our own thing. But the first rock and roll night party, walking into the backstage where our, you know, the this is like our business lounge area. Mm-hmm. Cases of beer and <laughs> gallons of vodka and, Bacar- and mm-hmm. rum and stuff. And you guys would would run out there and do like a hand jive thing, and you run back in your shop. Come back and be doing shot, shots. Shot. Yep. That's right. And we were yeah. like, "What in the hell is going on here?" Did you and, join them? Well, <laughs> we were scared to at first, and I, I think it was it might have been Jeffrey Arpin when he came on <laughs> and Bucky, uh, Jeffrey. Arpin, Bucky, and Sean Feeney, and mm. you know all. Uh, there, there's trouble right there. There's trouble. <laughs> all of those guys were like, "What do you, you hear that, man? Bucky? How come you aren't drinking?" <laughs> so we're like, "Okay." All right, so they let you party with us. That's that's when we started partying with you guys, and maybe our our spotlights never really hit the stage because we're like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's where we, like Brad and I, were pretty lucky that since we didn't really have to be in front of guests, you know, we had our office hours and you didn't really interact with guests all that much once we were in the back office that, you know, we could drink away and it wasn't like 
you know, we had to, we didn't have to moderate ourselves or, or like, you know, cause you guys had to be like, if you were off for an hour, but then you came back and then you'd have to be in front of passengers again. Now being yeah. that both of you are entertainment, do you have any like, weird, crazy, wild stories about like celebrity that came on? I remember Ben Vereen came on the Monarch. I was like, come on, Ben, let's do it your way. Come on. <laughs> and this was of course after the farewell show party. <laughs> no. like, hey, let's to his what and his agent came he'll be unable to make your dream <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about a karaoke yeah. night or something yeah I'm like, i love you <laughs> well i remember working with um phyllis diller because she always remembered your name she was great really nice yeah. and i talked her backstage a lot mary wilson was a lot of fun she was another one that was um she was just a hoot you know she was a little uh well she was just a party girl she was yeah fun. we partied with her and her and her musicians came with her so yeah. we partied yeah, with her i liked her and, and, I remember and, and so do you guys remember sean cassidy so we want to get to the sean cassidy thing here like he came on one of the ships and and nobody will talk about the show what happened i don't know about it i, I don't know I, well i think it's Hooking up with Sean Cassidy, basically. Well, we oh, need to I figure know. out who was the one who hooked up with him, and somebody's oh, got to no spill idea. the beans. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I was on board at that time. I remember he came to the officers' mess, and I, he was with somebody else. I don't remember. It was another crew member. We were in the officers' mess, and he walked in with somebody, and we were like, "What the hell are you doing here?" It was awesome just really shape. bizarre. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, what well, could have been was before a, or after? I don't know. Was it a purser or was it a? No, I don't no, know. It was you a crew staff. It was a crew staff. Out of the bag was was Todd when he when. We were interviewing Todd and he was, you know, well, then there Sean Cassidy. Well, we won't talk about Sean Cassidy. Well, well, you're going to have to get the person on there, but oh, that's going to be a good story. So now, say, I don't, now I don't know the first thing about that. No, I never met Sean Cassidy. <laughs> no, I didn't either. Yeah. No. Yeah, he was like, on the Sean Majesty. Cassidy, I love you. Let's do it duet. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe a song to play us out. Exciting and new. Come We're expecting you and love. Won't hurt anymore. <laughs> and they didn't want to be on a cruise ship, that show. I met Gavin McLeod when I was right. I made him a lay for his 80th birthday. I made him 80 orchids and I have a picture with him. That was pretty Man. cool. He's really sweet. He's a really nice guy. I, I met him once. We were doing a promo and they asked me to do one small part, whatever. And I had to interact with him and he was super nice and, and, and very, very friendly. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's call it, call it good for today. That was awesome. All good stuff. Appreciate you guys coming on. It was super great yeah. to talk to Thanks you. Thanks for both. having us. Yeah. It was fun. Thanks. Good to see right. everybody. Yeah, good to yeah. see everybody yeah. again. Yeah. You know, 30 years later, 25 <laughs> to 20 years later. We haven't whatever. changed a bit, have we? <laughs> no, of course not. Not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. As we put our glasses back on so we can yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. Cassette tapes. Where's the, yeah, where's the really. exit button? How do I get out of this? <laughs> How do I look? Can you on? see me? Can you see me? Are we no. still on? Oh, can you see me? Can you see me? <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. Bye, everyone. Good talking good to you night. all. Bye. Fun sharing memories. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Love, exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you. The love boat promises something for everyone. The love boat. 
Don't remember the rest of the words. Are you still recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. You must stop recording? Uh, no, no. I just I did a little performance while you guys were gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. The ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, my ship story you can also find us on facebook and instagram as my ship story don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage